This week on The Uncommon Truth, we're catching up with Steve and Vicki as they continue their summer vacation. As they drive through Yellowstone National Park, we're going to keep trucking on our series exploring the kingdom of heaven. Today we're exploring Jesus' parable of the sower and asking how we can make sure that the soil of our lives can be the most productive for the kingdom. Here's a little bit of what to expect. When I get to the end of my life and I look around at how many people, their life is better because they were with me. That's what, that's the depth of soil. That's the care. That's what we're supposed to care about. Who's better off for knowing me hmm. and who's better off for knowing Vicki? I'm telling you, the numbers are uncountable with Vicki, just in her rich love for Jesus and my yeah. rich love for Jesus. You're listening to The Uncommon Truth, a podcast about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Orville, California, and is available wherever podcasts can be found. If you missed an episode or want to share the show with a friend, visit uncommonpodcast.com. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please take a second to leave us a review. That helps us climb the charts so more people can find out about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. If you want to give us your feedback, you can email the show at uncommontruthpodcast at gmail.com and we'll try to feature your questions and comments in an upcoming episode. Finally, if you're looking to learn more about the Father's House Church, School of Transformation, or Life Recovery Ministries, visit fathershouseoroville.com. And now let's get into the Uncommon Truth. All right, welcome to the Uncommon Truth. My name is Max. I'm joined via Zoom by Steve and Vicki Orsillo, Senior Pastors of the Father's House Church. Where are you guys at this morning? We're at, uh, we're at the, a place called um, Edge of the Wilderness, Wilderness Edge. It's amazing. In Montana, just outside the west gate of Yellowstone. Don't tell anybody where it is. We don't want to find it. And it is a marvel. It, it's a secret. <laughs> I mean, it's like got incredible rate ravings, you know, what's ratings. And yeah. uh, it's, just, it's just really a, a sweet little quiet spot. It's like every every um, Western movie you've seen, where it's just a lazy lazy ranch. That's where we are. It's really fabulous. I was, river going through it. I was singing, "Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys." With a real cowboy around a fire last night, he was playing the guitar, and me and so him sweet. were singing. Yep. Nice. And then we moved on to old hymns yep. with um, "Roll is called up yonder." Oh my gosh! And uh, it is well with my soul. And we just sang. We it was cool. Did you have anybody was, playing the harmonica? You know, you Max, I thought about that. Yeah, we should get Max great. up here with us. Next time you, yeah. next like time you travel gig. with us for our honeymoon, Max. So this is an old cowboy. Yeah, that sounds great. Time, <laughs> this is an old cowboy <laughs> that spends time in line shacks. I mean, he, he spends months in a line shack. What the heck is a line uh, shack? Out in the wilderness oh. with cows. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, he's a real cowboy. But anyway, what's, what's, what's hilarious is he was also an associate pastor at one time. And went through seminary, and uh, we we're just really talking to him about Jesus. And it's I, awesome. And I think he's really listening to us. It's really cool. Yeah. But Bless we, Mark. you know, his name's Mark, so yeah. it's easy for me to remember. There you go. All right, cool. That sounds really good. You know, I just picture you guys in the movie City Slickers. Uh, it's, us. it's very much. They're out in okay. in the camp, and then the guy uses his uh, his portable coffee grinder and starts a stampede. <laughs> That's remember awesome. that. Steve, Steve, yes, literally, Steve literally did that this morning. 
It's probably me calling in for the Zoom call. I set off a stampede or something. <laughs> it's, we have more. It's more grizzly and wolf stories that yeah. are freaking us out. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, in the Zoom video, if I see something sneaking up behind you, we need Please a code word. Like Please. you can actually see us. Yes. Well, n no, but if we, you know, if we were able to see you and there's somebody sneaking up behind you, we're not putting this on YouTube. We want a good video or uh, audio connection, but. In um, case there is a grizzly that sneaks behind us, we want to go ahead and play the, go ahead and play the audio without the video. Yeah. Maybe something like uh, one of those. <laughs> do, do, and then, do, do. then you just dive out of the way. <laughs> it's like the pictures of the guys hunting and they get their film developed back in the day and they see there's a mountain lion crouching in the tree behind them. <laughs> That's going to be you guys on the, on the podcast. Be, yeah. yeah. It's um, interesting because it's a rustic color, rustic cabin, which means there's no water, which means there's no bathroom in your cabin. So last night when I went to the bathroom 25 feet away, it's just the thought of a grizzly bear <laughs> yep. on the way. And I took too long and Steve came he was very gallant he came looking for me to make sure i was still alive it was nice <laughs> nicely done steve good job well uh yes. what have you guys seen in the last week since we talked to you majesty and beauty god's oh creation it's just been every turn you know just it's just been a great time to be alone together and spend time together and at one point retracing like we talked about last week we had retraced the road i drove the night the lord told me to get up and leave and so really our destiny we've really seen our destiny unfold that we've come back to the to the birthplace of our destiny together and which means everything we've done since that day when i the lord said get up and go and i got up and went and she was trying to stop me from coming and it ended up you know being magically wonderfully the lord's hand steering us and so that's really what we've seen more than just the creation of this amazing country we live in and these national parks and this just the nature driving across Montana is just a moment by moment majesty. You don't want to, you don't want to take a nap in the car while you're driving because you want to see everything. And it is majestic here. That's so cool. It's, it's really cool. Right. When you look back and uh, you can get stuck in the day to day, but when you look back to see how far you come and, realize there's uh there's just like this whole view behind you of the places you've been and where the Lord's brought you from. That mm. sounds amazing. Amazing. Just now a dog named Grizz came up to say hi to us. Uh, and that's just the nature of things. You know, there's a dog named Grizz walking around. <laughs> that's great. And I, it's really cool. I hope the listeners can hear like the birds behind you and everything. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm glad well, you guys could join us. And uh, we don't want to take your whole vacation, so let's get to uh, our little parable today. And I like it. Um, today we're going to be talking about the parable of the sower, which is in Matthew 13. And um, I'm going to just go ahead and, and read out the explanation because, in Jesus' words, actually, he just he basically says the parable over again. And if you haven't read it, you can you can go back and read it in the start of Matthew 13. But I'm going to start at Matthew 13, chapter 18. And uh, this is Jesus. He's explaining it to his disciples. So uh, verse 18. Yeah. yeah 13, 18. Chapter yeah. 13, verse 18. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. That is what is sown uh, along the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, 
This is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. And when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. So what's going on there? Okay, so they've asked him, why do you speak in parables? He tells them, as we've said in other, other shows, the last few, um, having eyes they don't hear, having ears they don't listen, they don't, you know, having ears they don't eyes hear, don't having see. eyes they don't see, but you blessed are your eyes. The verse before is blessed are your eyes be, because they see and blessed are your ears because they hear. And many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but don't. And the next verse is the one you read. Listen then to the parable of the sower. Because you see, listen deeply to the, what I'm telling you. And it, it really wakes up a marvel in me that these seeds, the seed of the kingdom of heaven is sown everywhere. It's sown mm. to everyone. And it's part of my disappointment in my life. If I have a disappointment, it's that I tell people about this kingdom. I tell people about the wonder of following Jesus. I just turn every religious comment into, I just love Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, I try not to make it religious. I just love Jesus. And I do whatever he says. And I live in Orville because he says, I, I pastor a church because he says, I love the unlovable because he says, and it's, and it's amazing to me that Every one of us, you, me, Vicky, everyone listening, he says, listen then to this parable. And you have a decision to make. Yeah. Are your eyes going to see and your ears going to hear? Are you blessed? Are your eyes blessed and your ears blessed? Which will you be? And I think in this parable, what he's trying to say is you get to decide wow. which soil you are. Are you rocky hmm. places? Are you able to be rooted are you the good soil you know are you in the weed patch and choked out i think the choking of the weeds is the most interesting one are you letting weeds choke you out and what is that it's it's letting your ears be padded letting your ears be you know like what's that word i can't think of the seduced. phrase seduced letting your ears be seduced by false teaching because it it makes you feel better to hear what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So you got many messages. Which will you choose? The one that challenges you to go deeper and further, to, to let your roots go deeper and further, that cost you more, that leads you further, you know? Or are you being seduced by weeds that eventually choke you out, like the worries of the world, the cares of the world? And he says it clearly, the cares of the world in this verse. And I think it's really cool that he says, listen, then after blessing them, many prophets, many righteous people, everybody wants to know what you know, but you get to know it. So listen to what I'm telling you, because this is going to reveal what you need to know. Hmm. And I think that when it comes to spreading, spreading the word and the rocky soil and the seeds, I think that many, many religions have decided 
not to spread seeds because it's, it's God's job to spread seeds. But what Jesus is saying is sowers spread seeds. And if you can hear, and if you can see, you can spread seeds and you can't be disheartened because some people decided not to be good soil, but they chose to be rocky ground. Mm. Some people chose to let cares of the world produce roots and, and weeds that produced choking that their faith was diminished or their faith was even snuffed out because of the message that wasn't Jesus's message. It was man teaching the precepts of men as the doctrines of God. And, but the one sown with seeds on the good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. And he just started the verse. That's how he ended it. He started it with it. Listen then to this. Wow. Because you have blessed ears, because you have blessed eyes, listen to this. Because you're fortunate enough to see what the prophets long to see. And I think the Bible is one of those magical, incredible miracles in our daily life that uh, most generations that have ever lived did not have the Bible. Hmm. Only, what, 1,400 years of us, or, or even less, this Bible, uh, have had the benefit of this Bible. Privilege. Telling us these words this clearly that we can stare at and we can meditate on and we can decide, I'm going to let my roots go deep. I'm going to choose to go the extra mile, turn my cheek, love the unlovable, give to anyone who asks. I'm going to choose to lay down my life for the gospel of Jesus Christ. I love when Paul tells the disciples, I have to go to Jerusalem, even though they're going to arrest me. I'm willing to suffer for the sake of the gospel. Paul was saying, I'm willing to be good soil and let my deep, my roots go even deeper in the investment in the kingdom of God. It is the sower went out to sow some seeds and whether that's the kingdom is sowing seeds in us, or we are expected to still sow seeds in others. We have two choices. One, will I be good soil and let my roots go deep even and, and, and rise up to the challenge of cost expense you know, life laid down, the loss of time, the giving or the investment of time. And the second one is, will I sow seeds? Will I be used by the kingdom of heaven to sow seeds of truth instead of telling, helping people live amongst weeds or be choked off or not let their, just be surfacy. I remember a pastor describing his mega church. He said, he goes, what we've become is a group that's a mile wide and only an inch deep. Hmm. He gave that sermon dressed in a diaper that was so uncomfortable to sit in the crowd and watch. <laughs> he had an adult diaper on over his jeans. <laughs> and I was so uncomfortable. And this is the church that believes in not making anyone uncomfortable. But he's, he, was, he was tired of the mile wide and an inch deep. Nobody goes deep. Nobody allows their roots to go into wow. cost, into servitude. He's got 13,000 people and can't get enough volunteers to, to do a simple ministry. Wow. And, uh, and, he's, and he's saying, we've got to go deep. You've got to be willing to sacrifice your life, your comfort, your, you know, your, your trust in the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. And I think he was more chastising himself on how he had led them. there. And he's saying, we've got to go deeper, even if it means we're not his wife, mm -hmm. meaning less church growth and more church depth. Mm. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a dichotomy for our own personal life, your personal life, my personal life. 
Will we go deep in the kingdom of heaven? Will we go deep? Will we let our life be in danger? Will we let our trust be in him? If he does not help me, I will, I will, I will fail. Whether I make my bed in, whether I am in heaven, you are with me. Or whether I am in the depths, if I make my bed in hell, David said, you are still with me. Will I allow God to take me to Oroville? Will I allow me, him to take me to Bedford-Stuyvesant in New York City? Will I allow him to take me to the African jungles? Will I allow him to take me to discomfort and cost and to let my roots go deep and not wide? And this is what is so amazing that what he said to them, blessed are your eyes. And then he says, listen then to this parable. This parable is based on the blessing of your eyes and the blessing of your ears. Mm -hmm. If you can take it deep, if you can understand it, that it's up to you for your soil and it's up to you to spread seeds, then you are truly letting your blessed eyes and your blessed ears cause you to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, something the prophets long to be. The many, many, what did he say? Many the prophets and many righteous people long to see what you have seen and hear what you have heard. So because of that, listen then to the sower. Mm, yeah, the those are the verses right the before, right before That's what we right. covered, right? Yeah, and, and then he finishes, he goes right on to another parable. And, you know, good seed sowed, sown in a field. And it, it's just really a phenomenal idea of how to live your Christian life, us to see Christian life. If we are seeds sown in a field, what will we do? Mm. Be mm. choked out by weeds, by false teaching, by just comfortable teaching, things that make us feel better? Or will we listen and see the truth ourselves and get our and, and, and pay whatever price, sacrifice whatever sacrifice to become whatever we need to become to be in good soil? Or will we be rocky soil? Will we be rocky, you know, uh, weed choked? And uh, it's just many people are like the description of the one that blossoms for a minute and then dies out. Mm. And will we be that? Well, it depends. Will you let your eyes see? Will you let your ears hear? That what he's calling us to is a much greater thing. And you've got to read the whole counsel of Jesus. You've got to listen to Jesus. Follow Jesus. Like these men are following. They left everything to follow him. And he says, you are blessed because you've done this. You are blessed because you have done what it takes to be able to see and hear. Why do I speak in parables? Because they can't see and hear. Mm -hmm. They're stuck on their own idea, their own wants, their own desires, their own positions, mm -hmm. their own self-grandizing, uh, their, their own prophecy about themselves, their prayer about, thank you, God, I'm a righteous man. Anyway, yeah. So I was I was thinking as you were talking, I wanted to ask Vicky. So we the things you said there. You know, we got to have roots that go deep, and yeah, then said, then we got to start producing seeds. Um, that's right. But, but that that ha, like process of making sure you have good soil. I mean, I haven't always been good soil. I'm guessing you know both of you haven't. You weren't born good soil. So how does that, what does that process take and how does it work? Well, it's funny that you asked me because the, the vision I was getting as I look around these, these beautiful hills is 
thing that you really, if you really think about a seed and you know how, how very fragile it is in the beginning, you know, and if you step on it, it'll, it'll die. If you don't water it, it'll die. If you, you know, if it's, if it gets too much sun, too little sun, it'll die. And it, the, the, it really is the feeding of yourself the truth. Um, of course, you know, my, my thing is just read Jesus, follow Jesus, you know, read him in context. So, you know, as you go on, like I'm thinking about people listening to us, you know, Steve's been a Christian 46 years, has not backslidden. I'm 42 years. So our seed should be like a tree that goes really down, down deep because we're all going towards the water table, right? We're all trying to get our roots down to the living water. And so as you go on this, this journey, uh, day by day, line upon line, your root, your root should be farther and farther down into good soil, finding the good soil, you know, because Satan, you do have an enemy. The moment you say, Jesus, I want to know you, the enemy, the world, you know, whoever you want to call it comes to choke out you with temptations, with, um, with, you know, uh, lust of the eyes, money. I was just talking to a, the uh, cowboy here and, you know, and the, you know, you always, money comes and money goes, but some people make it the soul soil their soil of their life is to save for the retirement so they can go you know in a winnebago when they're 70 and it's like i don't think that's good soil i think the good soil is living for now reading the words of jesus um not store storehousing things not not worrying about tomorrow you know reading him but i'm just really kind of moved at the, the way we began when i began 42 years ago i was a tiny little seedling and I, there was all these choices I could have made along the road. And I have made a few, you know, like, oh, that was right. But gently caring for the seedling, moving the, so, moving, you know, moving the soil away so it grows deep. And so the good soil is obviously reading Jesus and believe in Jesus and then allowing the seed to just germinate and take root. And day by day, line upon line. Yeah. Is that a question? Yeah, what, what Vicky really does so good is, Vicky was raised in a family where deceitfulness of wealth, which is what it says the choking of the weeds is based on, the deceitfulness of wealth was that, you know, that was what made you a man. That's, That's right. what made you important. You're a big stud because you have, you demonstrate wealth. And she, she caught on to that. But when I came along saying, we got to give, we got to give it away. We can't pursue wealth. It was really, those were hard decisions for her. But every single time she rejected that and went with let's give yeah in every one time in our life she said to me man I, that's just too much to ask i can't do that and i went away and she thought better of it and went it was cashing in our retirement she went and cashed it in and built this building and so every single time we've been faced with that deceitfulness of wealth vicky has like i mean she's chosen correctly and for me, I wasn't ever raised that that was the truth. So I didn't have that battle. She had that battle in every case and chose not to be. So she chose, I'm not going choice, to have good. shallow roots. She chose at every, at every turn. It's just money. It's just money. It does not prove me successful. It doesn't make me comfortable. My comfort is in him. My success is in him. My future is in him. Why do you worry about what you'll wear, where, what you'll drink, what, where you'll live? Why do you worry about tomorrow? Tomorrow has enough worries of its own. She came to that right conclusion, which is the absolute answer to this parable. Mm -hmm. Will you choose each day 
day by day to do the next right thing, which is to go deeper in trust, in faith, in love, in obedience? Or will you choose the world system, the world deceitfulness of wealth? And it says the anxiety of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth. That is the word. That is the message that chokes off faith and the kingdom of heaven. The accepting of the kingdom of heaven is when you resist the anxiety of the world, Mm -hmm. which we all know it's, it's, it's amped up a hundredfold in these days. Yeah. And and you choose, no, I'm going to tr- trust Jesus. Wow. Why don't we just trust Jesus? And so that's what Vicky's done so marvelously is followed me in this. When I was born and raised with nothing, you know, my dad made the most of everything, you know, he, he, and uh, he just made a life for us with nothing. And Vicky was raised around flash and what the people that impressed her were the flashy people who flashed money and flashed wealth and, and really gave respect based on that. So she was like, Oh, that's what, that's the way it is. But when she heard the word of the kingdom, she turned and at every challenge made the right choice. So thank you so much. I just got to, I think we really need to underline that last, not, not about me, but um, I think the kingdom of heaven in this, in this is again, it's your choice. It's what are you going to do today? Every day, you know, that we might attain, that we might attain. I think the parable of the seed and the sower is what is going to be your choice. And then I was also struck the first time when Steve was speaking is that I always thought that it was only one-sided, that the sower was the word of God or Jesus. But it's also that we need to be sowing good seed. And I, I just kind of was stuck on, um, wow, I don't know that I ever got that, but it was, it's twofold. It's, it's for us and it's for others. And um, but I think the very bottom line, underlined, bold, italicized, you know, italicized it, is you need to choose every day what, what seed you're going to be. Mm. Yeah, well, if you, if you think about, you know, the people Jesus was talking to, they understood, they understood agriculture and things like that, right? So they knew yeah. you, plant, you plant a crop and you don't just sell all of your crop. You don't no. just use all of your crop. You have to, like a lot of it is for saving to sow again so that yep. you have a crop next year, right? And so if we, if we allow ourselves, like at the end, I was, I was struck by, and Luke pointed out and made sure that uh, we, we talked about it. Um, you know, there's also different levels of fruitfulness uh, and bearing fruit. Correct. So one yields a hundredfold. So a seed that, goes a hundred times, you know, the a hundred seeds from one, another 60 fold and another 30 fold. So even in, in this having good soil and bearing seed and sowing seeds, you know, we all have, we can't just stop and, and say, I've got deep enough soil to, to give good. You know, 30 fold. I want 60 fold. Maybe right. uh, I got 60 fold. Yeah. I want a hundred fold. Why stop there? Right. Yeah, there is no such thing as enough. And, no. uh, so the thing, the thing that might be um, uh, not clear is that this is a parable and the next one is a parable as if a harvest is repeated over and over and over. And these parables are about the harvest is your life. You don't, you don't go over and over and over. You're sowing seeds continually. They're growing continually. And the harvest 
is brought in at the end of your days. The next parable is about your enemy sowed weed seeds amongst your wheat seeds. And do you tear them apart? No, you're going to be allowed to live amongst the weeds in the next parable, which is a different thing. There's going to be anxiety around you. There's going to be deceit around you. There's going to be wealth around you. There's going to be this want to be like your neighbor, like the Joneses, like, like the people down the street, like, like everybody else and not stick out like a sore thumb. And the, and the harvest is that at the end, he's going to take the people that didn't get it, that did not understand, their eyes didn't see, their ears didn't hear. They're going to be with us and they're going to be separated like sheep and goats. So in one place, he calls it seeds and weeds, wheat and weeds. And in the other place, he calls it um, deep rooted in good soil and not rooted in shallow soil. And it's, it's people who hear the word. It's not the people out there that don't believe. This is believers. This is people who say they believe the word. And we're all going to grow together. And then he's, he's, going to, he's going to call and separate. And that's at the end of our lives. That's what, that's the, so there's one harvest. And it just keeps growing or shrinking. And, and it's like, it's like, the sowing of seeds is all in one day. And for the Lord, that one day is our whole life. Mm. And so you want to make sure you keep that in mind that it's not like, okay, I'm done. Now let's start over sowing again. No, I'm sowing continually. I'm growing continually. I've been sowed continually. Yeah. And I'm constantly being told the truth. Am I hearing it? Am I responding to it? It's all part of one harvest at the end we'll, that will be harvested and separated Weed from weeds, goats from sheep. He who's given much, much is going to be required of him. Now, you were given a lot, and you have this little tiny amount. But if you were given 10 talents, and you give 10 talents back, you'll notice in that parable, all of the talents were returned. I mean, it's the harvest of everything. And so he was given little. He only had to give little. I mean, he only had to produce little. But he had to produce based on what he was given. If you have good soil and you keep going deeper, you're going to have more return and your harvest is going to be bountiful so and plentiful good. because you had ear because you had ears to hear. Churches grow in America mostly because nobody tells you anything that challenges your ear. Churches don't grow in America mostly because someone is telling them things they don't want to hear. But a lot of churches aren't telling what Jesus is saying. And people are being choked by weeds. Their ability to have faith against the deceitfulness of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth, anxiety and wealth, they're not able to withstand it. I mean, they're, they're actually crippled by it. And it's because, let's bury it, let's, bear, you know, let's take it down to the root. It's because of their ears to hear and their eyes to see. So good. He talks in parables because those who can't hear and can't see, aren't supposed to understand unless they fight for it. Wow. He talks in parables because those of them, he's talking to them, and I'm saying me because I get to read it, and it's up to me to decide, am I going to have eyes to see and ears to hear? And if I do, then I have a promise of an amazing harvest. Oh. Un, I'll be able to withstand the deceitfulness of wealth and the deceitfulness of anxiety, the world system. So good. 
and I'll be able to live in the Jesus system, which is your Father in heaven gives good things to you who ask. He takes care of you, and at the end of the age, he gathers the nations and separates them, wheat from weeds, goats from sheep, and I may have a chance at being a sheep if I will let my eyes see and my ears hear, and I will respond to the desire for deep soil, and I will let my my roots go deep and deep, and let my soil be uh, composted with the truth. Mm. Because sometimes the truth just flat out turns me upside down. Like, what do I do with this? Yeah, I am stuck. I will, you know. Um, there's, I mean, too much to get into, but just the explanation of this parable in my mind is the challenge to the man who wants to be what the prophets longed for and many righteous people wish they could have. You and I have it in the Bible, in the truth of, of, of what these guys put together for us, the words of Jesus and the teachings. We get to hear them all over again and decide whether we're going to hear them and see them and let them change our life and let us be seeds on good soil, seeds on rocky soil, seeds that on whatever the, the other one was, hard ground. Whether we're going to be wheat or weeds and we're going to have to grow alongside of them. We're going to have to grow amidst them. We're going to have to decide in the crowd. We're going to decide in the world. We have to live in the world, but not be of the world. We have to resist the world because Jesus said the prince of this world is coming, but he has nothing in me. That's right. We have to decide. I'm not going to, I'm going to resist him having anything in me. I'm going to struggle against it. I'm going to kick against his goad and not let him influence me with anxiety and deceitfulness of wealth and desire to be comfortable and not be persecuted or not be, not be afflicted in any way or nothing bad ever happens to me and be an inch deep and a mile wide instead of being a mile deep and an inch wide. There you go. You know, it has to be a small crowd. Then it has to be a small crowd. But I'm going to be truth with a big, but he told me by fewer, by many, I have to be this man that others can hold on to. And each one of us are told that we have to be someone that can bear fruit, someone that can hold on to the fruit that grows around us. Go ahead. Yeah. So are you talking to Vicky? You want Vicky? Go ahead. No, you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It seems to me that, uh, so there's, there's a little bit of scariness in the verse, Um, you know, like there's all this stuff that's trying to keep us from growing. But the good news is that all it takes is, is the willingness to grow, right? The, the willingness to have eyes that see and ears that hear. And as long as you, that's what you want to actually encounter truth um, and, and admit, yeah, you have soil that could be better soil. Um, Every day. Right. Then that's the hope that I see in there because I think I'm, I'm decent soil now, but I, I wouldn't like to just say stay decent soil. I'd like to be, you know, constantly tilled and, and that's not maybe the most pleasant process. But um, when Steve, when you say I, I keep my eye on the prize, the upward call of Jesus, that's what it's about, right? Kind of putting in the effort to make sure that you're somebody who's the next revelation comes, it can take root and, um, and really you can produce fruit from it. Right. That's right. And there are so many messages. There are so many messages and what God told me, so many voices, so much noise out there. And so what do we do? Who do we listen to? 
I just had someone at the campfire ask me about Wesleyan Calvinism. I mean, it got kind of weird uh, in, in terms of, you know, these different philosophies about second act of grace. And I mean, it can get really complicated. And I think the road to heaven, those, all of those, all of those avenues can lead to heaven. If you just do one thing, <laughs> listen to Jesus, yep. you'll be able to call out all this stuff. Mm-hmm. When they just use the term second act of grace, it's impossible that that's true. That it's impossible. And that's how it's defined in Wesleyan. And it's impossible when they talk about eternal security. But when you read Jesus, you know, no, they're going to be separated. They're going to, there's no, everybody in the middle saying, yes, we're saved, we're saved, we're saved. So every voice can't be right. They are all so different. And some of them, it's not able to be tolerant of. It's, it's like you can't, you know, you, that can't be. You can't have that. You have to. So how do you know the truth? Where do you, what do you do? How do you know the right thing to listen to to get your roots deep? Good. I got to tell you, shut off the noise. Turn off all the speakers. I had a member of my church come to me recently, and they were really getting into demonology. And I said, well, that's really good, but you got to turn off all these people. They all have different viewpoints. And they're just confusing me. Uh, demonology is a, a good subject, but not from 18 different voices. Mm. Turn them all off. Open your Bible. And if you want to learn about demon ministry, a deliverance ministry, read what Jesus says. And I don't care what the subject is. You want to learn about how to handle church finances. Read what Jesus says. Huh? You, you know, you want to learn how to uh, pray for people. Read how Jesus prays. Um, go turn off all the noise, mine included. Turn this podcast off. I'm telling you, if you're in that place, turn the podcast off. Come back to us later. <laughs> but and just read Jesus. Right. Put on some headphones instead of listening to music. Let the gospels play in your head until the words of Jesus are so deep in you and you realize, man, I'm screwed up. I probably have had 200 people come to me who've gone to church for 20 years. And say, I'm not even sure I was saved. Yep. I didn't know Jesus said all this stuff. Yep. Well, how could you be a Christian for 20 years and not know what Jesus said? <laughs> Christian means follower of Jesus. How do you follow Jesus if you don't know what he's saying? So shut off the noise. Turn off the, turn off the radio. Stop the music and listen to Jesus. Right. Read his words. Follow him. And come back to me. And then when you say uh, these, these parables, I'm not really getting them. Well, come back to me. I will make you one promise. I will only talk about Jesus. I will only explain what Jesus meant. I've been following him 46 years, and I, I may not know, but I might be a little bit ahead of you on the, on, the, on the road. On the further up and farther in, on the eye on the prize, the upward call of God in Jesus Christ, I may just be ahead of you, and I may be able to explain things to you. So come back to me in the podcast, and uh, we'll explain We'll do our best and we'll try, really to lead. we'll try to lead to deeper, deeper roots to the way Jesus meant it to be deeper roots. You know, a, a wider, wider tent, a more stable rock. We're going to teach you how to make sure that you are the faithful servant along with us and that we receive the prize in the end right. of the 60, a hundred fold, the 30 fold, whatever it is that he's given much more is required. To those who are given less, less is required, but it's all the same requirement. Fruit bearing, following, depth of soil, roots deep in Jesus, 
sacrifice and mercy, loving one another as we've been loved, everything he's done for us to do for others, that's the depth of roots. That's good. Anything you want to add, Vicki, before we close? Yeah, I just, I'm again, sitting here thinking about a plant or a tree and just the, the year, the line upon line, like I said before, it just the depth of like, you know, listening to Steve speak, you know, people are like, wow, because none of this is rehearsed. You don't tell us what, what you're going to speak on. And it's just Holy Spirit. It's just the soil and the, and the roots of 46 years of just loving Jesus, following Jesus and the wisdom that comes because he says, I am the truth and, and the truth shall set you free. And he's a revelation. He's the wisdom. He's our wisdom. Um, and I'm just, I, you know, you just trees, you could tell how old they are by looking at their, their roots, their um, roots, their, their leaves, their flowers, you know, and I just, it's just such a great analogy of our lives every day choosing to be good fruit and then one day you're just like you can't believe how far you've come you know are we there nope we're not there my roots going deeper and deeper into the ground into the good ground and um it just is it's a choice and it's a lifestyle and it's not done at the altar just one day 42 years ago then it's finished it's not finished it wasn't finished he didn't say it was finished until the very last breath he said it was finished not, not along Jesus's life did he ever say it's done. And he was doing all this stuff. He was healing and walking and giving. And it was never enough until he, he actually breathed his last and said, it is finished. And I think for us, that's a great example of our life. It's not finished until it's finished. And uh, further up and farther in every day. So it's, that's a, it's a great parable. It really is. I love these parables. Yeah. We've loved these parables. We, you know, they've actually changed my life. Um, somebody asked recently what Jesus is teaching us. And I think it's, I think that Steve and I were talking about the other day, it's a depth of these, these parables and how there's two of everything. And it's always a choice. Hmm. Yeah. You yeah, know, as far as, so Ricky was somebody you get to the, you get so far down the road in your life, you look around and what did you do for people? You know, and I have a class on Wednesday of, roughly 60. And um, if I were to say, is your life the best it's ever been? I don't know too many people in that class whose hand wouldn't be up. Mm-hmm. And I know it's because we, all we did was say, let's listen to Jesus. I'm an, I have no education as men count education. My education is all life. My education is day-to-day learning with me and Jesus. So I have a phenomenal education, but it's just not as men would call education. And, and yet when I get to the end of my life and I look around at how many people their life is better because they were with me, that's what, that's the depth of soil. That's the care. That's what we're supposed to care about. Who's better off for knowing me hmm. and who's better off for knowing Vicki. I'm telling you, the numbers are uncountable with Vicki just in her rich love for Jesus and my yeah. rich love for Jesus. And so, I look at, you got Kevin Cornelson sitting behind you. Maybe I shouldn't say name, full names, oh, but boy. you got right. Kevin sitting behind you. And you know, when he walked, the, the guy that walked in the door, he was a marvel. He was a wonderful young man. But look at him today. He's a man that walk mountains with. He's a man. He's a, he's a man you can count on. And I just, I don't know, I'm pretty sure he would raise his hand. And in my class, I mean, there's just so many people. And it's like, yes, this is the fruit. It's, it's not... Are they, were, they weren't going to heaven and now they are. No, but have they found a richness of being a man, a richness of being a, a brother, in his case, a brother, in your case, a husband, 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, a, a leader, um, uh, you know, Luke is the quality of Luke who's sitting next to you. Just he's this, we can see it tangibly. You can look around you and see tangibly that the people who walk with you, the people who talk with you and laugh with you and cry with you on a daily basis. I am so much better a man because I know you three. That's right. And I really am. You challenge me to want to be better. I want to be in your life to help your roots grow deeper. And see, that's the fruit we're talking about. It's not a duty to me. It's not a job to me. People say you need time off. I don't, I don't need, I don't want time off. But then they say you need rest. And I go, well, I am tired. So then I take these trips. But I don't want the days off. I want to invest. I want to give. And so, and you guys work tirelessly. We go out there and we work our rears off. And it's like, do you regret it? No, for some reason I don't. All my life I used to, but now I don't. Why? Because we're so inundated with the words of Jesus. And looking back, you can see on this trip, you're looking back the way you've come, retracing your steps from your your early life. And you can see how far uh, spiritually and, and physically you've come and all the people behind you that are yeah, probably going to be in your, uh, your processional when you get to heaven, right? Like that's pretty remarkable. And um, I think there's even listeners out there who've been listening to you guys for a while on this podcast who would say that, uh, yeah, their lives are, are better for the show. And that's kind of why we do what we do, right? We want to whatever, if we got an hour a week or 45 minutes a week that you can, you know, listen in your car or, or while you're doing your makeup in the morning, like some of our listeners and uh, it makes you a better person, then that's great. So, um, and if you're out there and that's your story, I want to hear it. You can, uh, you can send us an email at uncommontruthpodcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to share a little bit of your story on, on how you've been, how your soil has grown just by listening to Steve and Vicky. Um, but we, we love you guys. We're excited about what you're learning. We, uh, but we're also conscious that this is your vacation. So we want to let you enjoy yourselves. Um, but yeah, share, share the podcast, podcast with some people out there. And, we are, we uh, have. Oh, absolutely. We'll see. We'll see it grow. No, it is no burden to us to do this podcast. We love it. This, is, this could be one of the best parts of our vacation, these two hours we've done with, with you, you guys. guys. That's right. That's great. Well, thank you so much. Where are you headed next? Yellowstone today. To Yellowstone today. Nice. Yeah. And then after Yellowstone, you're going to stay here for three nights, which we've already used one. And then we're going to head on home. Towards home. Okay. Towards home. Little, little, little chunks at a time to get home by Tuesday afternoon. But we'll be there as soon as it's not 109. Yeah. Yeah, well, you might need to stay for another few months. Well, if the hot streak extends, we're going to go ahead and look for other roads. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Well, we'll all be hanging out at your pool while you're away. So Enjoy enjoy yourself. Thank you, guys. so much joy. Use our pool, okay? My daughter's using it today. So we we love you guys. We'll uh, we'll chat with you soon. And uh, have a great rest of your trip. God bless you. Bye. You've been listening to The Uncommon Truth. Thank you so much for making us a part of your podcast routine. We really hope you enjoyed our conversation today and would love to get your feedback. You can tell us what you think about today's show at uncommontruthpodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch to ask questions for Steve and Vicki or suggest a subject you'd like to hear covered. Either way, we'd love to feature your comments on an upcoming episode. 
If you're new to the show or just haven't done so yet, please take a moment to leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps push the show up the charts so more people can find us. If you know someone who would enjoy the types of conversations that happen on The Uncommon Truth, click share on the podcast app of your choice or send them to uncommonpodcast.com. Until next time, have a great week and keep running after Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be.